catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. He had survived Saul chasing him through the desert. He had overtaken great armies. But now the tables had turned. Deep down, David knew what the problem was. He was smart enough to get honest with himself. He took off the mask. Psalm 51, he said, God, I acknowledge my transgressions. I'm not covering it anymore. I admit that I've done wrong. The first step to recovery is you have to accept responsibility. You have to own it. You can't overcome what you won't admit. It's easy to go around hiding things, hiding an addiction, hiding a failure, hiding an area that you struggle in. Like David, what you hide, all that's going to do is eat away at you on the inside. It's like poison. It's much better to be real and go to God and say, I acknowledge that I made this mistake. Oh, God, I acknowledge that I'm still struggling in this area. David went on to say, God, you require truth in the inward parts. He was saying, God, you require us to be real. You require us to take off the mask. You can't pretend and have God's blessing at the same time. If you're covering the issues, not dealing with them, it's not going to magically go away. But there is a way out. God is not holding your faults, your mistakes against you. He has mercy, forgiveness, new beginnings, but you have to do your part, take off the mask. Quit pretending and go to God and be real. He already knows what you're dealing with. It's not a surprise to God. When you ask for his help, his forgiveness, his mercy, that's when he'll begin to restore you and put you back on the right path. This is what David did. He said, God created me a clean heart. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. He got it out in the open, asked for forgiveness. God forgave him, restored him. He went on to do great things. God will do the same thing for you. Not only did David take off the mask of pretending everything was perfect when it wasn't, under that mask was a mask of shame. I can't believe I did this. What was I thinking about? I'll never become who I was created to be. The mask of shame can keep you from your destiny. Voices will constantly whisper, you can't take this mask off. You're paying God back for your mistakes. You're showing him that you're sorry. You should live guilty, ashamed, embarrassed, unworthy. Look what you've done. Friends, the price has already been paid. You don't have to pay God back. You don't have to live guilty and condemned. God has mercy for every mistake you've ever made. He didn't disqualify you. He can still get you to where you're supposed to be. Take off the mask of shame. A friend of mine was raised in a very dysfunctional home. His father was an alcoholic. When he would drink too much, he would become angry and violent, mistreat his mother, bring all kinds of turmoil in the home. 
My friend, this young man grew up just like his father, addicted to drugs, angry, violent, couldn't hold down a job. But in his mid-20s, he gave his life to Christ, and he had this major turnaround. He ended up becoming the pastor of a church. It's well-respected in the community. He'd go around telling people what God had done, his story. But what people didn't know is he still had this anger problem. He was free from the drugs, from the addiction, but the smallest things would set him off. Just like his father, he would go into fits of rage and mistreat his wife, his family. He knew it was wrong, but he was too embarrassed to ask for help. His wife told him again and again, Honey, you can't keep living like this, pretending everything is okay. He would answer, I know, but I'm supposed to be the example. What are people going to think of me if they find out I have this anger problem? Sometimes we're more concerned about what people are going to think than we are about what God thinks. One day, like the prodigal son, he came to the end of himself. He got tired of pretending. He found a trusted friend and went and told him everything that was going on. The scripture says to do this, confess your faults one to another and you will be healed. If you keep hiding things, ignoring it, covering it up, it's not going to go away. You have to take off the mask. Well, Joel, what are people going to think if they find out I'm dealing with this issue? What if my coworkers learn that I'm struggling in this area? Can I tell you, everybody is struggling with something. There are no perfect people. Don't be embarrassed by it. The enemy would love for you to go your whole life wearing masks, pretending, not dealing with the real issues. There is a freedom when you take that mask off and you get real. That's what my friend did. He got involved in a good support group, something like Celebrate Recovery that we have here. Today he's totally free, one of the kindest, most gentle people you'll ever meet. But he would still be pretending, still be dealing with that anger issue, he hadn't made the decision to take off the mask. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 3, we see God's glory with unveiled faces. As long as your face is veiled, as long as you're wearing that mask, you won't see God's glory. If you're wearing the mask of perfection, pretending everything is okay when it's not, or like my friend, wearing a mask of pride, not wanting to ask for help, that's going to keep you from God's best. I'm asking you to take off the mask. You don't have to pretend. When you're real, you'll see God's favor. When there's truth on the inside, you'll see things begin to turn around. That same verse goes on to say, God changes us from glory to glory. Notice, God doesn't change us from shame to glory. If you're wearing the mask of shame, you're going to get stuck. You've got to take that mask off. He doesn't change us from pride to glory, but from glory to glory. When you're not wearing any mask, you have God's glory on your life. When you're open and honest, that's when God can change you and take you to the next level of your destiny. But maybe like my friend, you've been wearing a mask for a long time. You have some issues you're not proud of. You don't want anybody to know. The easy thing is to keep covering it, pretending everything's okay. But the problem with wearing a mask your whole life is you will miss your destiny. God will not bless who you pretend to be, but he will bless who you are, fault and all, when you're real. 
An unveiled face doesn't mean that we're perfect. We're not struggling in any area. simply means we're an open book. We're not pretending. We're real. There was a man in the scripture named Zacchaeus. He was a tax collector. They were known for being dishonest, for cheating people. They were looked down on, despised. Nobody liked them. Zacchaeus was the chief tax collector. That means he was in charge of all the dishonest people. You can... And ask somebody, did he just call my name? They said, yeah. He said, Zacchaeus. He scratched his head thinking, how does this man know my name? I'm not a religious person. I haven't lived an upstanding life. I'm a fraud. I made a living cheating people. Yeah, I look impressive. I look important up here, but I know this is not who I am. He had worn that mask for so long, for so many years, he had convinced himself that's who he was. When Jesus called his name, 
He felt the conviction. Something down in here said, this is not who you are. You're better than this. What was happening, the mask was being exposed. See, God knows who you really are, not who you pretend to be. And there will be times like that kid, you'll feel conviction. Down in here, you'll know, this is not who I am. This anger, this addiction, this compromise, this mediocrity, I've been covering it up for years, but it's a mask. It's not the true me. That kid had to make a decision. Was he going to get honest with himself and be willing to make changes? Or was he going to keep pretending? Jesus looked up. That kid, come down from that tree. I want to go to your house and visit today. Jesus was saying, I want to turn your life around. I want to set you on a new path. But as long as you're up there in the tree, as long as you're trying to look impressive, covering the real issues, pretending everything is okay, I can't do anything. But if you'll come down to the ground, if you'll get real, if you'll quit hiding the areas where you come up short, quit making excuses, if you'll come down, then I'll come in. If you'll take off the mask, I'll change areas that you can never change. I'll help you break the addiction. I'll help you make better choices. I'll help you live confident and secure. Maybe like Zacchaeus, because of your shortcomings, your failures, your weaknesses, you climbed up in that tree, so to speak. You've worked hard to gain an advantage, look impressive, not let anybody see your weaknesses. The easy thing to do is stay up in the tree. It's safe. You don't have to deal with anything. You can keep pretending. But you have to come to that point where you say, I'm tired of pretending. I'm tired of wearing these masks. I've covered it up for years. I thought I had to, but now I realize like Zacchaeus, I have to come down. I have to get real. Friends, God already knows what you're struggling with. You don't have to cover up your inadequacies, your failures. Come down out of that tree. The people who get the help are the people who are real. The people who are honest enough to say, I don't have it all together. I keep coming up short. God, I keep giving in to this temptation, struggling in my marriage and dealing with this discouragement. But God, I'm not going to go around wearing any more masks. I know when my face is unveiled, I'll see your glory. I know that's when you'll change me, make me, involve me. When there's truth on the inside, God will change areas that you could not change before. He'll make things happen that you've not been able to make happen. Zacchaeus came down from the tree finally. He took the mask off, quit making excuses. He admitted that he had done wrong. He didn't say, Jesus, I don't have a good reputation. These people don't like me, but really I'm a good person. No, he accepted responsibility. He owned it. He said, in effect, I cheated. I've been dishonest, but I'm ready to change. I will pay everybody back four times that I cheated. Jesus looked at him and said, today salvation has come to your house. If you will be bold enough to come down out of that tree, be open and honest, you will see God's favor in a new way. The pure in heart will be blessed. Are you wearing any mask today? A mask of pride, a mask of shame, a mask of trying to impress people, trying to be cool. As long as you're pretending, covering the real issues is going to cause you to get stuck. 
on a regular basis, examine your inner life. Make sure your motives are pure, that you're doing things for the right reason. If you'll make this decision with me that you're going to be real, I believe and declare, like Zacchaeus, salvation is coming to your house today. That means freedom, breakthroughs, deliverance, healing, the fullness of your destiny. In Jesus' name, if you receive it, can you say amen today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed. As a thank you for your support of our ministry this month, Joel and Victoria would like to send you a copy of Joel's new series, You Are Healed. This audio and video resource will challenge you to experience wholeness in your emotional, relational, spiritual, and physical health. Also included is the testimony of Joel's mother, Sophie. Read about her devastating cancer diagnosis in 1981 to her miraculous healing in Tokyo Scene's book, Heals of Cancer. I was 48 years old when I was diagnosed with terminal cancer and given a few weeks to live. Today, I'm 84 years old and healthy and strong. I didn't see a way, but God had a way. God did it for my mother. I know he can do it for you. He's bigger than anything you're facing. When you believe, all things are possible. Request this resource. It will encourage you to believe for the healing and restoration that belongs to you. Order your copy of You Are Healed and the book, Healed of Cancer, today at JoeLewisDean.com or call us toll-free. Your support is changing lives. Thanks so much for your prayer and your generosity. Faithful people like you keep the ministry going. Victoria and I pray for you and your family every day. We're believing for God's best for you in 2018. It'll take you places that you've never dreamed. Until we meet again next week, know that God has you in the palm of his hand. He's fighting your battles. He has an amazing future in store for you. Tune in tomorrow morning for another broadcast of With Up to Hope with Joel and Victoria. Right here, only on TBS.
the 2018 K-Love Awards from the Grand Ole Opry House in Nashville. Join host Mendisa and Matthew S. for an incredible, fun-filled evening with exclusive performances. Casting Crown, Sylvie Mack, Newsboys United, Mercy Me, featuring Trace Atkins, and more. Don't miss the 2018 K-Love Awards. Thursday, May 31st, only on TVN. And what would it look like to recognize the strengths in each other? You don't know your strengths. And celebrate your dynamic differences. Why don't we start with that? Should we just get in and, and kind of talk about them? Join us as you learn how to thrive in your own personal strengths. When you learn your strengths, it gives you a new language. Recognize the positive traits in your partner. If you mess around with your phone while you're talking to her, ooh, I'm telling you. And develop your own strength-based marriage. Don't miss this exciting new series, Mondays right here on TVN. You're watching TBN, celebrating 44 years of God's miracles. The following paid program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Today with Joseph Prince. Jesus Christ, the wisdom of God, has the answer to every need, to every question in this universe. Amen. But you know what? He created everything in this earth. He created the sun, the moon, the stars, the galaxies, and he created his earth for man's habitation. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. He was in the beginning with God. <laughs> The Bible tells us wisdom is the principal thing. In Proverbs 4, verse 7, principal in Hebrew means the first. In fact, the Hebrew word here is Rashid, where you get the very first verse of the entire Bible in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, begins with Elohim, in the beginning, God. So this word Rashid, beginning, first, is this word principle in the Hebrew. So wisdom is the first thing. It's the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. I want to tell you something about wisdom. Wisdom is not human knowledge. Wisdom does not come from reading a lot of books, going for courses, reading the newspapers or magazines, all that can give you knowledge, information. I'm talking about wisdom to govern your life successfully. Amen. The wisdom that comes from God. Wisdom can only come from God. You cannot get wisdom by, even by growing old, living your life in this life until you come to a certain age. You know, some people feel like the older you get, the wiser you are. Actually, the word there should be more experienced you are. All right? So wisdom does not come by old age. Wisdom comes from God. You can be old and be very unwise. You can cure our people with study. And then let you study. Because God lets you hear them. <laughs> to provoke you. God will allow you to enter into a space of uncomfortableness because provocation is not comfortable. 
right past that like I've been in God was good with it. The problem was that took the same way that Hannah had and did more with it. If Penina had done more with him, and it could have told herself that maybe I don't have any children because of Alcana. But Alcana had two wives. And when he was with Hannah, nothing happened. But when he was with Penina, Penina started having babies after babies after babies. That's the baby. And the Bible said, <laughs> the Bible said that the Lord blessed Penina to have babies so she could provoke. So she could provoke. Every time you turn around, Penina walks around like this. Good morning. I was trying to be cool about it. It's like it doesn't matter. But here she comes, pregnant again. Pregnant again. Barefoot again. Every time you turn around, if she wasn't pregnant, then I could say it wasn't possible. from depression, then you could sit in your depression and say, maybe it's not possible. But every time you turn around, God will show you somebody who's been through what you've been through, and yet they can't. <laughs> he's provoking you. He's provoking you. He's provoking you. Children. He says, Am I not better to thee than ten sons? 
to be married to me. She looked him up and down. Sometimes, once you are provoked, you can never be satisfied with what you used to be satisfied with. So no matter how long, no matter how long, no matter how long, And he calls her a drunk woman. 
Now, to all of you conservatives, we find people who refrain from any kind of expression. If Hannah would have been sitting there like this, nobody would think she was drunk. She must have been stabbed. She must have been stumbling around a little bit. She must have been murmuring around a little bit. When you want something bad enough, that you stop worrying about your image, to stop worrying about what you look like, and stop worrying about what people think about you, God will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You won't have room enough to receive it. He will give you 30 seconds to give you a drop break. Oh, <laughs> 
in the Bible days, when a woman, listen to this, in the Bible days, when a woman gave birth to the promise, she was sick. When Mary was pregnant with Jesus, she sang a song to the Lord. When Hannah got pregnant with Samuel, she shout out. She sang a song to the Lord. Watch this. So the Bible says, he reverses it. The pregnant woman is supposed to say, but Isaiah said, she Who's bearing 
in some area of your life. I came to tell you that the tail is going to become the head, that the last shall be first, that the stones that the builders rejected. And if you have the faith to stand there in your barrenness and give God a praise,
why this should have worn clicks because your time is now. If you're in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. Go back to being the kind of person who would put their faith on crazy dreams that were there to start actually believing that no weapon formed against them would prosper. My I am will not be I am giving up. My I am today, devil, is I am treading and trampling. The time is now to change the course of your personal, professional, and spiritual life. It's the Woman No Heart Least Masterclass, October 18th through the 20th in Dallas, Texas. Register today at WTAL.org. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on
Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile. Hit me! If you don't mind, can I be awesome person? Just kind of be me. Do you have time to see? All the work in progress really means Spend many a night on my knees Cause that's a key for me to be free A thousand years Oh, beautiful, you I'm in 3D and sit down me for all Everything is done for me. 
do. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. Download the free Stingray Music mobile app.
the nature of our God and the goodness of our God. Cause us to lift our hands with a heart of thanksgiving and a heart of gratefulness. He's amazing because he saved us. He's amazing because not only did he save us, but he saved us. And then on top of all of that, his love is never failing. He's amazing because his deliverance power is still at work. It's amazing. It's amazing how he preaches. It's amazing how he lives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So amazing how he
switch phones in the meantime. Anybody want to come on and pray or open up? Happy Georgia. Plug it up. I got a charge at work. So that's a good part about that. Surely. It would make better sense if they would do road work tonight. At night. Moesha. Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Good morning, how are you? I'm finding you. I'm wonderfully blessed in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, he's trying to be incognito, Marie. Well, I'm going to go ahead and open. Yes. Go on. I'm going to go ahead and open up, and then I'll be off, uh, on mute. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you for just waking us up this morning and allowing us to see once more again another beautiful day in which you have made. Father God, when they say this is a day unlike any other, each time we open our eyes, Father God, you've given us new opportunities. You've given us another chance, Father God. You have allowed us once more again, Father God, to come before your presence with thanksgiving and praise and honor, Father God. Lord God, we thank you for just being the God that you are in our lives, Father God. Lord God, we thank you that even when we always did not love ourselves, Father God, you loved on us. Lord God, we thank you that you loved us even before we came into the right relationship with you, Father God. Lord God, you allowed us to make our own decisions and make our own choices, but, Father God, you did not leave us where we were, but you chose, Father God, to clean us up. Father God, like a diamond that has to, and before a diamond becomes a diamond, it has to go through the fire, Father God. It has to be tested. It has to be tried. And then it becomes the beautiful diamond in which we see. But Father God, that is what you have done in us, Lord God. People don't know our journeys, Father God. People do not know what we've been through, what we've seen, what we've done, what we experienced, the hurt or the pain. But Father God, because of your loving grace and mercy and your kindness, Father God, you covered it all up, Lord God, and we thank you. We thank you and rejoice right now when we think about where you brought us from and where we are right now. It was because of you, God, not we ourselves. Lord God, as we prepare to go forth on this call today, Father, let the spirit of thanksgiving go forth, a spirit of praise, a spirit of anointing as your children away the things that are not of you, Father God, that is in our lives. And Lord, as we recognize, not let us run, Father God, but teach us how to grow closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to you. Lord God, I pray that you just lead and guide and direct us as we continue to go forth this day and may the call go forth the way that you desire it to do, Father God, if there's some purging that needs to go forth, Father. Let it be done in love and in understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, as we continue in prayer, well, Lord God, we want to thank you, Lord God. We want to thank you for us reading the anointing, your Holy Spirit, Lord, into this day. We thank you, Lord God, that you have called us, Lord God, to assemble ourselves to give praise to you. 
We thank you, O oh God, that we, even as we slept last night, Lord God, we were not consumed by the death angels, but he passed by and spared our lives, Lord God. And that's because he recognized the blood of the of the lamb, the sacrificial lamb, Lord God, the first fruit that rose from the grave, paid payment of our doorposts. And we want to say thank you. We want to thank you, Lord God, for our our this call, Lord God, and all my brothers and sisters that come on this call. I want to thank you for them, Lord God, and ask that you are ushering your Holy Spirit, Lord God, on this call. Let your anointing fall apart, Lord God, and let it operate the way that you have for it to go. Keep us protected from all danger seen and unseen. Lord God, and we ask you, Lord God, that you prepare the, the speaker of the hour, Lord God, Sam, Lord God, to bring forth the word, Lord God, to bring forth the fruit, the word that's going to feed our spirits, Lord God, so that we could be governed by the words that are goes forth, Lord God. Let us be receptive of what's being taught and what's been spoken, Lord God, and not only just hearing it, Lord God, let us apply those principles to the teachers to our lives so that we can be changed. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Anybody else want to pray, eh? Amen. Nope, can't do that this morning. Mm. Yes, Lord. Hmm. Hmm. This can do. Hmm. Right. We're gonna shift this morning. <laughs> Normally I pray so that I can get into the presence of God. Today is gonna be a little bit different. I'm asking all of those who are on this line and who are listening those who may be listening later on the computer, at this moment in time, there's going to be a difference in this prayer. Often we're going to God seeking his help, his wisdom, and guidance regarding our situations so we can see what to do about them. But right now, My prayer, when I go to the throne room, will be for you to have the anointing to tell your situation what it's about to do. Often we're coming in worn, beat up, tired, looking for help. But God says, no, at this point in time, you're going to begin to command your storm to be still. You're going to begin to command your fig tree to dry up, your mountain to part. You're going to begin to take authority over whatever it is that might have been beating you up. Come on, I got to go there now. See, see, you know, I can't help it. I get into these movies, you know, with the superhero. I'm a man. You know what can I say? I like, like shoot 'em up violent movies. You know, even the, even the last dragon. 
you know, how often is we see that the hero, that big fight, that hero confronts the arch enemy, and the arch enemy is beating the hero up. But at the last minute, something sparks deep down inside of that hero that makes him turn and makes him find something deep down inside of him that gives him strength to stand up one more time and begin to face his opponent and say, I'm not backing down. Oh, God, yeah. I'm not backing down. And I'm taking control of this situation right here and right now. So when I'm talking to you regarding the having the power and the authority, I'm talking about right now you're going to face your opponent that situation, that circumstance and say today is the day that I'm taking over you today is the day that you're going to submit to me today is the day that I'm going to be the conqueror that's what I'm saying if you want that anointing, that power in your life you need to open up your mouth and right now begin to praise your God, you need to open up your mouth and begin to say hallelujah and thank you Jesus because he's going to begin to bestow that power upon your life he called us to be the heads and not the tails above and not beneath so if you want to be the head, if you want to be above, open your mouth, praise your God, give him the glory. He will begin to bestow the anointing and the power that is in your heart and your life. And now that means you don't have to fight. No, you're returning to the fight, but it's going to be different. You're going to be in the fight. It's going to be different. The fight's going to shift. You're not going to back down. and You're not going to be afraid. You're going to stand up and say, come on, you got to defeat. See, you're going Come on now. You're going to be like David and Goliath. What did he do when he got them five smooth stones? He started walking. But all of a sudden, as he started talking about the victory that God has given in his life, he started to run toward his giant. That's what you're going to do. You're going to start to run towards your situation, your circumstance, and say, I am an overcomer because my God has called me to be one. I'm not backing down. I'm not afraid. And you will go down today. That is my decree over your life. Woo. Father God. Shadow of course Wow. Wow, Lord. Wow. I ain't got nothing to say right now. Matter of fact, I'm gonna let the music play right now. Wow. Wow. Mm. Thank you, Father God. Wow. Ooh, shit, it'll go sit there, kid. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Father. I just want to praise you right now, Father. I just want to glorify you, Lord. I want to say thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God. 
upon this line at this time that is causing not just a but a swift shift so that we can all begin to rise up to go forth to do what you call us to do. We are your warriors, We are your warriors, elite father. Let my worship honor you. Be exalted above all nations. Let my worship honor you. Let it honor you. Come on, say, Lord, honor you. Let my worship honor you. Worship on you. Come and say, let it out of you. 
try this one more time. One more time, Jackie. So, anybody got a prayer before we get ready to start with the reading? Anybody want to pray going once? Anybody want to pray going twice? All righty. Going three times. Okay. Happy, happy, joy, joy. All right, where's the book? No, it didn't walk away. So, we were talking about false spirits. So, yesterday we talked about the, what was the word of wisdom. So, today we're going to talk about the word of knowledge. The second of the gifts of the spirit that the devil would love to counterfeit is the gift of the word of God's knowledge. As we learned earlier, while the word of wisdom concerns the future, the word of knowledge deals with that which already exists. Knowledge is a fact, something that exists now, not in the future. Hmm. Okay, I like that. So the word of wisdom concerns the things of the future, whereas the word of knowledge deals with that which already exists, for knowledge is a fact. Something exists now, not in the future. Hmm. Now, he also broke these things down. These are the prophetic gifts. I have to look back because he was broken down the gifts, the gifts of prophecy, the gifts of faith, the gifts of healing. But he broke them down into um, into things. The gift of the ministry, if there was a power gift, the um, prophetic gifts. I'm trying to see if I can go back into this now. The revelation gifts, which is the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. Okay, categories of gifts. The gifts of the Spirit now, divine communication is transmitted from the Holy Trinity through the channel of the Holy Spirit. The third person of the Trinity, the church, is the body of Christ. The divine number of perfection is three. Okay, Okay, the revelation gifts. Through the prime category, the revelation of gifts, the infinite God, created universe, is revealing his truth to us. There's a revelation of certain facts. In physical senses, okay, within this category, there's the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. Those are the revelation gifts. The power gifts. In the second category of spirits, the power gifts, God imparts his own divine powers and abilities to man. The gifts of the power involve supernatural abilities and energy that man does naturally possess. That would have something to do with the prayer that just went forth. The gifts of the power gifts include the gift of faith, the gift of healing, and the working of miracles. Interesting. The gift of faith being a power gift, gifts of healing, and the working of miracles. Mm. So the revelation gifts are word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning spirits. Power gifts, gifts of faith, gifts of healing, and gifts gifts of healing. Gifts, the, the healing gifts are the only one with the S. Everything else is um, singular. And the working of miracles. 
And then the last one is inspiration gifts. The gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. So the three gifts are the three categories of gifts are the inspiration, power, and revelation. So now we're going back into what we now how the devil tries to falsify this. So he falsifies the word of wisdom first. Now we're talking about knowledge, and the difference between the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge is that knowledge is something that is already existing, whereas wisdom talks about things that are to come. The word of knowledge is that gift given by God that allows a person to know something he cannot learn through his natural senses. God reveals it to his spirit. The devil, of course, would love to have people do that, too, only he uses false knowledge. Mm. The devil will reveal things, but his purpose is to trick you, to deceive you, to lead you into a trap. Nah, here we go. We started talking about deception yesterday. So the word of knowledge is that gift given by God that allows a person to know something he cannot learn through his own natural senses. You learn something then as you go forth and trusting in God and walking it out, then you begin to see that it's real. Okay, I'm going to break it down to simplicity, women and men relationships. I just know he got somebody else. So then you start snooping. But something kept telling you, eh, he got he doing something. So you start snooping, boom, and you find out. So you knew it in your spirit, and you snooped, and now it became a fact. So it was already done. You just didn't. You just discovered it, but there was something telling you that it was true. So that same example right there is the same way that we're talking about in the gifts of God. You know there's something there, though you might not quite see it, but it caused you to investigate it. It caused you to walk a certain path or do a certain thing in a certain way. And in the process of you doing that, then you begin to discover that it is the truth. I can even say that and God gives you knowledge of witty inventions. That's what happened with Nate and his invention. God gave him the knowledge, the gift of knowledge, and he decided to stop tinkering and doing different things, and then here comes this invention. So now you can see how these gifts will also enable you and position you to be a prosperous, to be blessed, to be a producer to be a giver, to be a sower, rather than an eating, an eater, to be the head, not the tail. See, all this stuff is linked together because God desires us to be the head, and he's given us those gifts. So now I'm showing you actual, um, but the actual examples of how his gifting will cause us to be blessed in this world. Because, see, what often happens is we get so caught up in seeing it through the eyes of the church. We see it through the eyes of, of God, but then the actual everyday functions is where we miss it. But that's not how God wants. God needs us to have this and use it beyond the church because, truthfully, the church needs to be out there in the world. Just when we talked about anointing in the marketplace, you need to be ministers of everything and everywhere that you're at. You don't have to be in a pulpit in a church building. You need to be out there, the people in your job, your people in your family, the people that you're around. That's your ministers. That's, that's your congregation. You, and once you begin to get that understanding, you can begin to minister, to talk to them, to however the Holy Spirit leads you to deal with them. That's where the true work is at. He said, for the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So now, the word of knowledge is a gift given by God that allows a person to know something he cannot learn through his natural senses. God reveals it to his spirit. The devil curse, of course, would have people to do that too, only he uses false knowledge. The devil will reveal things, but his purpose is to trick you, to deceive you, and to lead you into a trap. 
What is his intent? What is his in-game goal? God's in-game goal is to draw you closer to him for you to increase. The devil's in-game goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. So this is the thing why, again, God has to train you how to walk according because the devil will bless you immediately to get you to believe his lie. Remember, he does have power. He is the prince of the power of the air. So he will bless you immediately so that you will begin to accept his lie as being the truth or accept his deception because it's a lie mixed with the truth, and you begin to yield to that, that false spirit that's taking you out of the way. But if you ever stop to take the time to stop and then begin to check whatever that spirit is telling you to his word, the word of God, it will be a contradiction somewhere. But, see, understand, the devil is a master and the father lies, so he's a master at taking God's word and twisting it. That's exactly what he did to Eve. But, see, that's why you got to have the Holy Spirit, because he will give you, he will show you the word and then twist it to his own purpose to get you to walk away. But if you stop, take the time, and go to the word and take the time to ask God, the Holy Spirit will check you. He will begin to show you, but see, what a lot of times happens is we will yield to the devil because it's what we want. It's what we desire. That's, that's from the fall. It's what they desire. They desire to eat of the tree. So the devil just used their own desires and put it in his own purposeful plan to get them to yield to what he wanted. And he has never stopped. That's, that's his simple formula. So often, see, when our desires are not in alignment with God's desires, that's why we yield to that which the enemy puts in front of us. We won't listen to the Holy Spirit. We'll know or we or won't even check. I'll just keep reading. Y'all don't want to hear that. There are people who go to palm readers and medium-seeking spiritual, medium-seeking knowledge supernaturally. Sometimes when a person has lost something, he will consult a medium to find out where that lost article is. If you do this, I have just one thing to tell you. It will follow you home and eventually cause you grief because you're dealing with the evil spirit. Y'all don't want to really hear that, did you? You might need to hear it. I'm going to repeat it. Because it's one thing he said. It will follow you. You home. Oh, I got me one. They even came to where I was at. Now I'm going to go home and see what grief I can cause. See what other opportunities and what other doors I can open in their life that will cause them to pull away from the truth. Palm readers, horoscopes, all these things that we do that in the world, that, that I'm, I'm going to be real, that the, his body does, his children do. Why is it that we will go? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and ask the question. Outside of the parameters that God has set for us because we want some spiritual knowledge. Well, let's be real. How many people in God's body are teaching spirituality, walking in the spirit? Come on, let's be real. It's really not taught. 
I'm talking about on a large scale. I'm not talking about period because these books and things are, 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 are testimony that there it is that it is real and it's being taught, and there are people who are doing it and have done it. But again, on the large scale, nah. So now when a person is hurting in a bind or seeking something beyond where they're familiar, where they're at, because they don't know where to go, again, you got the prince of the power of the air, and you have systems set up. Now, well, I'll turn to, to the horoscope, or what's the lady with the palm readers, or, or, the, or the one that, whether you got the psychic, Mama Hama Hama psychic line or whatever. Because we we want some direction, we want we want some help, we want some we want some strength, we want an opportunity. So now, because it's untaught and unlearned in the body where the true spirituality is regarding God, see, He's not trying to keep you from having it. He just wants you to do it according to the manner that He knows it needs to be done to protect, to lead, and guide, direct your life, and to ultimately bless you. But since it's not being taught to His children. His children have to turn to the world so they can get some help. And so what did he say? I'm going to read this again. There are people who go to palm readers and medium seekers, mediums seeking knowledge supernaturally. Sometimes when a person has lost something, he will consult a medium to find out where the lost article is. If you do this, I have just one thing to tell you. It will follow you home and eventually cause you grief because you are dealing with the evil spirit. You have now opened your life up, a door, a crack, a crevice for the enemy to come in, and it will follow you home because it is seeking those whom it can steal, kill, and destroy, that it can attach itself to. I'll just keep reading. If you go to a seance and become involved in the occult, you open yourself to satanic influence. Whenever you become involved in this type of activity and these things that belong to Satan, it's just not a one-time deal. You are entering into a relationship that could carry you right to your grave. This is a dangerous business. You are entering into a relationship that could carry you to your grave. This is a dangerous business. <laughs> I just keep reading. You have to recognize that you have an enemy. The devil will do all in his power to rob you of the use of the spiritual gifts that you possess. Because without the gifts functioning in the church, we cannot win the battle these last days. Now, this is another thing that he just pointed out and made me think about. You have to recognize that you have an enemy. The devil will do all in his powers to rob you of the spiritual gifts that you possess. You are already in possession of spiritual gifts. But... You are not aware of it. You are not exercising it. You are not functioning in it. A lot of us will choose to go look for somebody else to give us an answer rather than going up in our own and finding out for ourselves, walking in it for ourselves. We think it's easier. And to some degree it is, but then now what happens when the person that you're looking, that you're reaching out to is not long, no longer there. Or the way that you used to do where it was easily and accessible to you has now been cut off from you. You got to be able to go to God for yourself. This prayer line is a beautiful thing, but our whole goal is to teach you to go to the kingdom for yourself. 
Because one day I'm going to wake up and say, you know what, I am not doing this thing no more. I'm going to do that when I get released. And at that point in time, you have not grown up, <laughs> and not my problem. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? God gave me the release to not do that call on Monday. How often have I been on that call? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This whole thing is about for you all to grow up. And when God gives me the release to go to the next level, I hope and pray that you have done what you needed to do on your own accord to be where you need to be at because I'm not carrying you. Not my yard, not my problem. It's your own responsibility to grow yourself up. It's only so long that you can hide. It's only so long that you cannot face your own giants. It's only so long that God will allow you to stay in the background, especially when you are getting meat that is there to grow you up. You get that on this line. I can't say nothing about nowhere else, but I know what you get on this line. You get that here. I'm thankful for it. Because not only is it teaching, but I also eat because it helps to sustain me with all that's going on in my life. At those times, I also want to say some other choice words because now it's taking me to a level where I understand accountability, et cetera. But if it had not been for this line, I would, I would, I would, oh, Jesus, I wouldn't even say where I would be. So here, grad students, that's why I call you such, you don't have an excuse because you are being taught. You're not just being taught as far as coming to books. You come. You're being taught as far as as far as um, application. Because the whole thing is, you learn, you hear, but you're not really going to learn until you take it and apply. And I stress that constantly because other than that, you just have head knowledge, and it's really nothing but. Until you all good, you walk out there until something life happens, then you run with your tail between your legs. Okay, I'm going to just read a little bit more because y'all don't want to hear me today. You have to recognize that you have an enemy. The devil will do all in his power to rob you on the use of the spiritual gifts that you possess. Because without the gifts functioning in the church, we cannot win the battle these last days. Once a couple had planned to fly to one of our meetings to bring their, menta- their mentally affected son for healing. The parents later told us that though they did not even that though they had not even told the boy about it, the night before they were about to leave, he ran away. He was acting on knowledge that the devil had put in him. The parents had made preparations to bring the boy for deliverance from that demon within him, and the demon tried to interfere. Mm. Mm. Y'all got that one right there? <laughs> Come on now. I'm going to read this. Now, I want you to think about some of the things that go on in your life. I want you to think about sometimes how you're planning a come out of something or something finally opens up, but then all of a sudden interference, the exact opposite happens. Once a couple planned to fly to one of our meetings to bring their mentally affected son for healing, these parents later told us, "Mm, check this out. Did you get that right there? I just caught that. And you need to catch what I'm about to tell you. These parents later told us, wait a minute. These parents later told us. That means they did not give up. Oh, Jesus. Mm. That's how you win. Because, see, if they had to let their son run away and then would have never went to found him and then chose to come back one more time to face this one more time, 
this story would have never been here because they would have never had an opportunity to tell them. But the fact that they later told them, that means they came and they found and they said, we got to do it one more time. See, that's what you need to learn. Because you're not going to win this battle because the enemy is standing there and his law, he has still kill and destroy. He's a strategic enemy. So uh, I told you the other day that the, the, so often when you, you confess God's word, this happens, the exact opposite things happen. Because the devil is trying to thwart your plans, but you have to be a child of God who understands what's truthfully going on, understand and act out on his word and do it again and again and again and again. And you keep confronting that demon. You keep confronting your problem. You keep confronting yourself until something's got to give. But if you keep doing that, standing on the word of God, that will be the one thing that will not fall. But you will break first. Purposely, you will break, you will land on the word, and the word will carry you through. I'm telling you how it's going to happen. Now, you can come up with all these other theories. You can come up with all these other ideas in your mind, but I'm telling you from what I have seen, in my, what, no, what I have experienced in my own walk and what I have seen in others' walks. Because until you get to the end of yourself, until you get to that, I don't, and you tie, you throw it in the towel, but for whatever reason, you find yourself up facing it one more time, and you even asking yourself, why, Lord? But out of obedience, you submit and humble yourself. Then you get the turnaround. Then you get the breakthrough. Because, see, God, again, had to get you out of the way, because he ain't going to let you get the glory. I'm trying to tell you how this whole thing is designed. So now, if you again understand that the enemy is going to interfere, you understand that you got to stand and stand therefore in his word and allow the word to perfect all things that concern of you. So now you should not get upset or exasperated when things don't go your way. You should not get upset and exasperated when you start to step out on the word and then everything falls apart. You should not get upset and exasperated when you've done all you can do to stand and to stand therefore. Because it's all part of the process that God uses to grow you up and get you out of yourself, to heal you, to let you see things in and of yourself that you didn't even recognize that was there. So now, when you see your mistakes, your infirmities, your weaknesses, now you can begin to praise God because now you're seeing what you thought you was a strength. God says, no, 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 that's actually, no, no, that's bad. I was talking to Erica earlier. It's talking about decision-making. It's interesting now, as we make decisions, it's no longer black and white because we see so much more that's involved in our responses. So now we have to navigate in wisdom how to respond because our responses affect others. And will you understand that your responses, especially in times of of, of, of decision-making that will affect their life or the courses they take, you got to be very careful about how you respond. Uh, you see, y'all don't want to hear none of that, so I'm going to just keep reading. Once a couple had planned to fly to one of our meetings to bring their mentally affected son for healing, these parents later told us that though they had not even told the boy about it, the night before they were to leave, he ran away. See, that demon knew what was going on. He's getting up out of there because he was scared. You get that? You get that? The demon is scared. 
because now I've been I've been uh, medical discredited, but what's that roach in the wall? I've been I've been seen. Uh oh, they got me. I gotta go. You gotta begin to see things in all areas and arenas. So the demon was scared because he knew if this happened, he was coming to something that he could not deal with. That demon, I can't deal with that power source because this is true healing. This ain't no placebo. This ain't no medication. This is something that's truly going to come to the source of the problem, and I got to go. So, boy, since I'm housing you, we got to go together. So now I'm going to begin to speak to you to give you the reasons of why we need to leave. So now what does that tell you? You got to begin to deal with people differently than you had to before. So what are they going to do, come down on this boy, be this behind because he ran away? Or they're going to have some God-given revelation and understanding and not deal with thee appropriately. Come on now. Y'all ain't hearing me this morning. He was acting on knowledge that the devil had put in him. The parents had made preparations to bring the boy for deliverance from the demon within him, and the demon tried to interfere. There are thousands of people who need to be set free, just as this boy did, but the devil is keeping them in bondage. He does not want God's people to have the power and authority to set us free. But this is a glorious hour, a victory hour. We must press hard to identify the devil and his schemes to counterfeit God's great and precious gifts. There's a great attempt in our country today to get inside people through some potentially dangerous forms of psychology and psychiatry. ESP is terribly dangerous. If you try to reach beyond the human mind to gain information supernaturally, the only force you will contact is the devil. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on now. Come on now, come on now. If you try to reach beyond the human mind to gain information supernaturally, the only force you will contact is the devil. God cannot be reached through this type of manifestation. All the new age, supernaturals, all of these different things. Again, you are three-part being. You have a desire to walk in and know about those areas and arenas as part of who you are. God's plan is through Jesus Christ. Anybody else's plan is to a whole lot of other things. But God says, if you want to walk to get to know me, you got to come through my son. That's the only way that I acknowledge. Other than that, your dead spirit, which is dead to God, but alive to this world, is reaching out to worldly things because of the prince of the power of the air, and he's reacting to it. In our world today, we have mind readers and gurus with all sorts of philosophies. We have people who are trained to discern the inner man, but all of it is a counterfeit belonging only to the devil. It has no relationship to reality, and God does not want us to take part in such things. The mind is a very precious commodity. Be careful not to loan it to a stranger. Give it only to Jesus. That is our lesson for today. I'm done. All right, question, comments, criticism, conclusion. Whoa. What did you say? All righty then. Questions, comments, criticisms going once. Questions, comments, criticisms going twice. Questions, comments, criticisms going three times. Hold it up. Go over the 
prayer list. And um, go from there. That's what I shall do. That's what I shall do. We need no water. Okay. Yeah, phone, I hear you, be quiet. Bridges, one of them, Iris Daniels. Umboski negotiation, both the Umboski, Daka, 
Okay, so let me go this. Stan, Ed, Trainer, Real, Sean, Stephen, Dave, Investor, Switch, Kill, Gossage, 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 Funny Broken, Switch, Kill, Gossage, Kill, Gossage, Kill, Gossage, Kill, Gossage, Kill, Gossage, Kill,
Bobby Williams, Hush could go fish, you go fish, you go fish, you go fish, you go saga, Hush could go fish, you go fish, you go saga, Hush could go bosca, Sindaska, Sakara. Bobby, you're like a Tony Brooks, Ambassador, Sean Stephen David. Okay, Malcolm Bryson. Who's gonna go fish? 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 Who's gonna go fish? Umbrus? Gonna go ndaka? Umbraka? Sindiske? Sakara? Richard. Who's gonna go fish? Gonna go fish? Gonna go fish? Gonna go fish? Gonna go ndaka? Who's gonna go fish? Gonna go fish? Gonna go fish? Gonna saka? Who's gonna go fish? Gonna go fish? Gonna saka? Rambaka? Sakara? And say family members. Who's gonna go fish? Gonna go fish? Gonna go fish? Gonna saka? Push go go fish go fish saga. Push go fish go fish saga. Harasa sakra. Okay, you got down on Hushkara Gondeshkara Gumbuskara Gondeshkara Gumbuskara Gumbuskara Gandeshkara Gondeshkara Gumbuskara Gandaka Sakra. Yes, Anna Marie, yes, Kara Gondeshkara 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 Gumbuskara Gandaka Gondeshkara Gumbuskara Gandaka Hushkara Gondeshkara Gumbuskara Sakra. Yeah, Margaret Bond, Hushkara Gondeshkara 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 from Brockers, in this case, in this case, Sakara. We got Wayne Bridges. Who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go saga? Who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go saga? Who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go saga? From Brockers, Sakara. Manis, who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go saga? Who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go saga? Who's going to go fish, to go saga? Sakara. Eric Thomas, who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go saka, or Rubaka, Sakara. Miss, who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go Rubaka, Sakara. Unsafe family member, got that. Rich, Malcolm, Bobby, girl, okay. Margulian Church, who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go saka, who's going to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go saka, from Rubaka, Sakara, Sakara. Drinking family. Who's gonna go this to the bus to go this to the go this to the umbraka? Who's gonna go this to the go this to the go this to the umbraka? Who's gonna go this to the go this to the umbraka? Some bosques and daka. Sakara. Andrew, who's gonna go this to the disc to the disc to the umbraka? Who's gonna go this to the go this to the disc to the umbraka? Who's gonna go this to the go this to the go this to the umbraka? Umbraka. Sakara. Oh, yeah. 
Financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. You have gone to Roscoe to the Gumbuska to Gondroco, Sarakanda. Peace to the past is all understanding. Hushka to Gondish to the Gumbuska to Gondraka, Sakara. Ability to stand and stand there for Hushka to Gondish to the Gorondo, Sidago, Sagara, Sakara. Walking around with supernatural, Randa to Gosha to Gosada. Praise, mercy, and favor. Hushka to Gumbuska to Gombuska to Gombuska Kanda. Increasing our gifts and our fruits. Hushka to Gondish to the Gumbuska to Gondraska to Gosha Sakara. Um, really to stand and stand the four under go sushi go sushi go sushi go saga sakra supernatural superhuman strength hush for the goddess for the saga sakra health healing and restoration hush for the goddess of share the compraska the gasa the rasa sakra um I guess it's all the list All right, the prayer request and the praise. Prayer request and the praise going once. Prayer request and the praise going twice. Prayer request and the praise going three times. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine and you? I'm fine. That is good. My decree for today is Romans 8.31, which reads, What this shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? I'm personalizing and say, What then? Shall I, Fanny Marie, I be say in response to these things? If God is for me, who can be against me? All right, now, if God is for her, who can be against her? In other words, it don't matter. But she serves the most high God. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. So do you say yes to the anointing that was given at the beginning of the call? Yes, I do. That's a continuation of the yes from last night. All righty then. So I want a lot of continuations in your life, huh? Yes, it is. It's just you don't like stairs going up a ladder. (laughs) Each one takes you higher and higher. So my question is, are you willing to share that which God is telling you to share? Yep, 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 yep. Are you ready to get rid of those old comfortable house shoes and that old raggedy house coat, huh? Yep, I got to throw them out of time for me to get some new ones. All right, then. Well, Father God, I come to you on behalf of your daughter and my friend. Supernatural, superhuman strength, ability, gifts, and talents, Father. She will begin to flow in that manifestation. Your word is going out. It is covering her life. She is you are allowing her to see you for who you really are. Her hand is reaching out to the all-holy God and reaching out for help and deliverance, Lord. Pull her out of the fire. 
pull her closer to you, Lord. Free her from those things that are burdening her and keeping her in bondage. Pull her up, Father, to the next level that you are calling her and close the door and all the demonic entities that are trying to design to hold onto your daughter. She desires to be free, and he who is set free is free indeed, and that is her choice. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Wow. I literally saw him, like, pulling you out. It's like your hand was reaching out of, like, like a furnace door or mailbox or something. Dude, like your hand was reaching out, and he just grabbed hold of you and just pulled you out. And there were things that were trying to hold on to you, but as soon as he got you out and set you on solid ground, he closed the door, and they can't have access to you. Amen. And don't you go back and mess with that door. Matter of fact, Father, I ask since you have now pulled her from that to cover and close that door so she can go back to it, Father. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, Lord. Because of familiarity and comfortability, Lord. When her soulish desire is to go back, Father, she can't because access has been sealed and closed in Jesus' name. Mm, that was very key. Thank you, God. That was very key. That was very key. Because see, it's heartbreaking patterns and habits and things, especially when they are demonically influenced. So the enemy was going to take you back there just to keep you around there in hopes that you will go there. But now that that's been supernaturally sealed, he can't take you back. Because God has sealed it. Just like the angels put it to God the tree of life. Can't get back there. So now... What are you going to do? What's she going to do? I'm talking to you, Jezebel. I'm talking to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got to let her go. It's time. And your power base has been cut off. You're finding yourself more and more alone. Your power base has been cut off because she is opening and confessing and allowing God to come in and cleanse and to make a whole. She's not trying to hold on to the boondangery, the tomfoolery, and all those devices you have used to keep her in bondage. She is saying that little girl inside of her is going to grow up to be the full woman of God that he, she has been ordained to do. So she is confessing and allowing God to heal and to hold her. So you are losing your grip. You are you're losing your influence, and you got to go. So the longer you stay, the more that you will be tormented. See, the tables have changed. No longer are you going to be able to torment her because now she is gaining strength, power, grace, and ability. So now she is increasing and you are decreasing. So the longer you choose to stay, the longer you will be tormented. But this woman has got to say yes, and she is going to the next level. That is her. Shut up. Who's that? In Jesus' name, amen. Ooh, wow. Hmm. That was different. I know you're shifting inside. I know there's some shifting going on in your side. And again, they don't like to be called out. <laughs> don't like to be called out and put on blast. So, but praise God. No, it's okay because somebody else may have needed to hear that. And so, by my being open and transparent, I'm prayerful that what has been said and what has been done is able to help someone else along that journey. Amen. That's the point of this line. That's the point of this line because we all got things we deal with, whether or not we acknowledge it or understand it. (laughs) But you can't never become free until you finally look at yourself and look what's really going on truthfully 
Because God has to reveal it to you before you can make a decision to let be released. So, amen. So that's something about it. Everybody sees us from the outside and think we're all perfect. They don't know what we have to go through or what we're going through on a daily basis. They see what's on the outside. They don't. So when they're going through, they think it's only them that's going through and nobody else not realizing mm-hmm. that it's a process that we all have to take. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And that's when they see that they're failing and falling and not making a mark. They mm-hmm. think that they're the only ones who's off course. Mm-hmm. Not realizing we all have a journey in which we have hills and valleys, mountains, <laughs> you name it, we got. Dark rooms, dark rooms. We locked ourselves in, and we done threw away the key. Right, and threw away the key, and we on the inside, and, and it can't get out. Right, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so sometimes we have to be transparent and let everybody know. You know, it, 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 it's sometimes a misunderstanding that just because you're a Christian now, everything's going to be rosy and you're going to be perfect and him and all is well and you're going to be 100% mm-hmm. and you don't have mm-hmm. issues or things going on in your life, which is not true. Mm-hmm. Because once you say yes to him, the enemy is going to be attacking you even more, especially based on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I mean, if anything, it's more of a daily struggle. You know, you guys tell me all the time to stay out of my head. Well, my head is attached to my body, but the size doesn't have to be there. Okay. So how am I supposed to stay out of something that's part of me? <laughs> there you go. That's what fasting, praying, and you got to read. Mm, you read the inspirational books, read self-help books, read... We have to read. We have to feed our mind. And some stuff on TV, sometimes it gets turned off the TV. And sometimes just sit still and listen to him because we're so busy multitasking, doing this, doing that, running here, running there, that we can't hear him. Mm-hmm. So you're saying we have a, we have a responsibility to, to um, we have a responsibility to play in our, our growth. Yes, we do. It's not just going to fall in our minds by osmosis. Mm-hmm. We have yep. to make a conscious effort, a conscious decision that, yes, we want to change. And then work, put the work in and effort in to, to do the necessary changes. Yes, it's going to be work. It's not going to happen overnight and now everything's going to be resolved that you dealt with for 40, 50, 30 years. <laughs> It took some time for it to get there. It didn't develop all at once. It, it was a growth process. So if it didn't get there overnight, it's not going to leave overnight. But you have to be willing, like you say, again, to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All right, then. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Who's next? Prayer request decree. Prayer request decree going on. Good morning. How y'all doing? What's up, Nene? How you feel? I feel woke. 
<laughs> okay, well, that's a step. Yeah, but, but grateful. Okay. We're grateful. Uh, you go ahead and pray for me. No problem. Lord, I want to pray for Nene. Hmm. You just continue to make the necessary adjustments and the baby steps that God is putting you in front of you. I know you want to move at a bigger pace, but God says, no, he has you moving at the pace that is safe for you to move. You know, I always refer to the, the, the Tim Conway, the old man. Yeah, yeah, you're at the shuffle, right, 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 right. You know, I look at Davis in the shuffle. He eventually gets there. But be recognizing the shuffle is the pace that God has you on, and it's better than not moving at all. Mm-hmm. So as you continue to shuffle, you learn that which God needs you to learn. You do that which God needs you to do. Oh, shut up, I'm transfer. You'll see the thing about it is you're moving toward your transformation. You're moving toward that which you desire. Mm-hmm. Ouch. But you just have to allow God to continually direct your steps, and he set this pace purposely. So in order for you to increase, you must fully Accept, anoint, and flow in what he has before he will allow you to increase. So once you have, I'm going to say for lack of a better term, mastered where you're at, mm-hmm. then you'll be allowed to increase and go to the next level. So don't get caught up into why I'm here, what's going on. No, you focus fully on what he is telling you to focus on as he is shifting mm-hmm. and growing in your life. And then the transformations of your heart's desire will manifest. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's see that. Amen. Yeah. I guess it, I guess at this time it would be good to pray for much patience. It'd be time a good time to pray for what? Much patience. Oh yeah, that would be wise. <laughs> that would be wise. That would be prudent. They say it'll be wise, not otherwise, but very wise. <laughs> but to be very honest with you, you ain't even got to pray for it. You got to walk it out because the only way you're going to get to where you got to get is patience going to develop in you. So you can pray for it. <laughs> but he's growing it in you. Uh-huh. He's growing it in you. <sighs> so basically what I'm saying is you can receive what is coming because I often say, how do you get patience? You get patience by being placed in an impatient situation. Because where you would naturally be anxious and, and, and fretful, but now in order for you to obtain what you want, you have to learn to settle yourself down, and it is from there that you will walk in the forms of who he called you to be. Okay. And to get better understanding for my purpose and what part I play in his will. Amen. But still at the same time, stay humble enough not to get beside myself where it's too much in front of him. Yeah, you go too much in front of him. Actually, you need to be beside him because you go too much in front of him. You look up, he went left, you went right. Yeah, that's true. 
you know, after we hit a certain plateau, we tend to act like we're um, a negative neutron. We veer to we veer in the wrong direction and try to take and try to take um, credit for what mm-hmm. he's done. Yeah, I think this time we be in here. <laughs> and uh, when I am able to hit that grand plateau that he has for me, yeah, I'm still be humble because, like I said, I know it was him. Amen. So, like, stay in my lane, stay in my place. Yep, yep, yep. My part in the relationship, huh? I say, yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep. Okay, I'm in agreement with that. Okay. All righty. Who's next? Um, you can pray for me, Sam. Uh, the Explorer. Yeah. Hey, Explorer, how you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm, I'm good. Okay, okay. Let me pray for the Explorer. She's always on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, I know I got jokes. Mm. All right, Lord. Woman of God, she said it a combo skitters a ganda you know, a lot of what I said to Renee applies to you as well, as far as being on moving at the pace that God has set for your life. There's a lot that God wants to show, reveal, and teach you. And there's a lot that God wants to clean up inside of you. Well, you don't need to move fast because then you'll find yourself exactly where you're at, because the whole purpose of this is for you to go to the next level. So let God cleanse you. Let God replace what needs to be replaced, give you new what needs to be made new. He knows what he's doing. He knows why he's doing it. So trust the path. Avail yourself to the spirit of God. He will work out all things that concern you for his divine purposes. Receive it and flow in it and let the love of God cover it and keep it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right, anybody else want one? Anybody else got a prayer request? Anybody else got a prayer request? Going once, going twice. I'm about to make y'all laugh. I got this hair in my ear that I went to cut and it went hide and I couldn't find it. Then I found it again. Like I knew I was getting ready to just cut it, so I couldn't find it. Now it's coming. It's like this real long, singular hair. Okay, I found you now. I gotta cut it because it's irritating. And I know y'all wanted to know that. That's why I told you. Okay, Sam. Mm-hmm. No problem. That's all. You know what? It just shows your age, and that's all. I didn't say nothing about my age. I just told you about the hair in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> When it starts, when it starts growing uh, expeditiously like that, it usually shows up in old people. 
You know what? See, see, see. Now you done crossed the line. See, see, see. Uh huh. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I, 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 okay. 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 I, I, I. Let me do my decree, because, see, some folks done went crazy. See, didn't this guy tell you, see, walk slowly? That's why, because you be talking crazy. I'm talking out the side of your neck. Hold it, 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 you know, some, it's just like every now and then it just agitates me. And then, but, you know, you think it's like a hair and you find out that it's attached to my ear. So when I went to cut it, I couldn't find it because, like, they went hiding. So I really don't know if it's mm-hmm. black or gray. <clears throat> oh, okay. But I'm going to say it's black now. Nah, so what you got to say? No, nah, I don't want to hear nothing else you got to say now. Nah. <laughs> okay, this is black. It's so good. You just had to act if you're possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm always just humor at. You said what? It's just humor at. Mm-hmm. It ain't woke up with the rest of the matter. I got a delivery at 11. I got to get ready for Okay. Um, let me do my decree. But I say I'm your father. should remember the Lord my God. It is the Lord my God that gives me the power to get wealth. I thank you for that power, Father God. I thank you for that strength, that ability, that understanding, everything that's necessary and needful so I can go and take the land, Father. Not backing down, but going forth to take that which you have given me to possess. I thank you, Father, for opportunity to be used by you because as I am obtaining as well, it is going toward kingdom building. It is going toward establishing that which you need to be established in this world. I thank you, Holy Spirit, as you continue to line me up with your word so we can go and seize the land because you swore it unto the forefathers and so your word must come true. I thank you as I align myself with that which you desire to be done and it will to be done. In Jesus' name I say amen. Amen, amen. All right. Okay. Anybody else? I'm send him a text too. Anybody else going once? Anybody else going twice? Anybody else going three times? Hmm. I thought somebody said something. Okay. All right. So nobody else want prayer. Nobody else got a prayer decree, right? Okay, let's close out. Because I got words to do. Somebody want to close out in prayer? No. Hold oh, on. No. Now, why? Okay, see, see. let me tell y'all this before you close out. I talk about my household. So, you know, I do contracting work. And there were parts of a door. It's actually a door, a door frame repair kit. And actually, it's a toilet bowl. All this new stuff. Why is it in the box of silverware that we Huh? Let me just take this out of here. You know, you know how like you got you got your we got like in the living room we have the 
silverware and the stuff that we have for when we have, you know, company and occasions. Right. Uh-huh. So my tools were in the box of silverware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1335. That's all I got to say. Okay, now you can go to <laughs> You know, on that one, I'm just let, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let it sit right there, let it be. <laughs> that's about that's all I do. Too bad. That that's all I do. That's, no, that's the best thing to do. Let me say it like that. You think your dad might have put stuff on the state? <laughs> what? Do you think your dad or your mom made a pretty good mistake? Oh, my mom did it purposely now. It's a mistake to us, but it's purposeful to her. Now, what are her purposes? I don't try to get into that, but no. <laughs> okay. It's in her mind. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, your logic and her logic is two different avenues. Mm-hmm. He just knows what's in the drawer. <laughs> you know what, what, what it's used for, and it shouldn't be in that drawer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, I got you. But you know, it's still going to be all good. Like you said, God does have a sense of humor, so as long as you kept your composure. You said, what about your that's as long as you kept your composure, you're still good. Yep. She did get it out of, she might not have put it in the right place, but she got it out of harm's way. Yeah, yeah well, we're going to leave that alone, too. <laughs> According to her. That's all I got to say. According to her. No, but think about it, because if it was on the floor, somebody could have stepped on the way out of injuring themselves, so either somebody could have saw it, picked it up, and just walked away with it. Okay, but it wasn't on the floor. It was on the table, but it wasn't on the floor. Okay. I mean, but she still put it in a safe place. Mm-hmm. Well, in, her, in her mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got you. Okay, go ahead and do what you're going to do. Somebody calls out. I close out. Father God, we come before you today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing us together. Holy Spirit, just continue to move in each and all of our lives. Let the word go forth as you set up or sent it to do, Lord, as you continue to move, direct, correct, increase in all of our hearts and lives. We thank you. In Jesus' name we say amen. Amen. All righty. Okay, everybody have a have a blessed and good one. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, and it's a vibrant color out there today. So enjoy, 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 and have a blessed one.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.